Good evening. You're listening to Fade Lists, a podcast focusing on the Showcase Network's dynamic series Lost Girl, now also airing on the Sci-Fi Network. My name's Dave, and I'm joined by my co-host, Wayne. And Wayne, it's been a long time coming since we began talking about doing this podcast close to two years ago. It has indeed. It has indeed. It was, uh, I thought it was just the dream that might never be realized, but uh, usually not big on commitment, but I'm, I'm definitely uh, psyched that we're finally doing this thing. Well, we talked about doing it last summer, and uh, you know, one week led into two weeks, and the next thing you know, we, we just didn't do it. But anyway, here we are. So uh, you know, what we want to do tonight in the first episode is just kind of lay out some of the ground rules, some of the things that we're going to uh, uh, try to cover each week. And, and while Lost Girl is certainly the major focus, uh, we, all things sci-fi, supernatural-related are in play, open for discussion, because... I think we both agree there's so much great sci-fi out there that fans don't know about, and hopefully uh, we can turn people on to something. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, there's, uh, and then there's stuff that we probably will still learn about here, hopefully, too. So, you know, it's, it's, all, it's all a brave new world out there for us. Well, we were talking, you know, before we came on the air about uh, Farscape, which, uh, gosh, is what, uh, 10, 12 years old at this point? Gosh, maybe even older, and, and yet, uh, you know, we're both, uh, you know, discovering it, at, or, you know, currently. You know, I, I just finished it, and you're getting getting close, so. Yeah, I think one of the things that, I mean, you know, obviously people are like, hey, you're talking about Lost Girl, but still, like, with Farscape, I mean, you know, we're talking about it. it is just so influential. You see this stuff in there. It's, like, hard to believe that this show was 10 years ago because you think, you watch it now, and if you if it were a new show, it would be a copycat. It would be cliche. It would be derivative. But, you know, as it was, it was it set the standard, I think, for a lot of what we're watching and what we're going to talk about on, on this podcast. Once you got past the Muppet. Once you get past the Muppet. It's still tough. I still cheer a little bit whenever. And they kill him off in almost every episode. I'm like, maybe this is the one. Spoil, spoiler. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and, and, you know, I, I know for myself, you know, I'm a big podcast listener. Uh, I learned of so many great shows listening to the Lost podcast with Jay and Jack and then uh, the Fringe podcast with Daryl and Clint. So, you know, hopefully Wayne and I will be able to, you know, do the same thing for our listeners. So, uh, you know, just to you know, give you a little bit about ourselves and, and where we're coming from in terms of our sci-fi street cred. Uh, so, Wayne, what's your yes. story? All right, well, you know, it all started back in the summer of 77, 76, I think, when uh, those first words came out. It's a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, and uh, that was pretty much the start of it with, uh, obviously, Star Wars and everything. Um, I was always, you know, back in the three-channel of TV day, we always were watching Big Star Trek family, you know, the James T. Kirk version there and everything, and... And that was also very, I was fascinated with that. Um, you know, it took, it was a pretty long time, I think, where, uh, you know, I started having kids and married life and everything. I just didn't watch TV for a long time, like, especially during the, the uh, you know, the big years of, like, Battlestar Galactica. I completely missed it. Uh, Farscape missed it all the first time around just because I was too busy changing diapers at that time of the night and too tired to watch. But, uh, you know, once Dave and I started talking, you know, over lunchtime conversations, he's like, you guys should watch this show. You should see this show. And at first I was like, ah, come on, it sounds lame. But, uh, yeah, they were brilliant, you know, all fantastic. So, you know, like my favorites now, I mean, my number one, you know, besides Lost Girl, you know, Doctor Who, 
is a, a big fave of mine and Torchwood with that. Uh, you know, big Joss Whedon fan. Hey, Joss, great job with Avengers, by the way, man. Uh, <laughs> almost redeems, you know, shows the redemption, right? Shows redemption that Fox canceled two of your masterpieces, two of them. And, uh, but, uh, you know, with, uh, with the Avengers, you can give them the uh, little what's up now, biatches. Kind of, um, one, so, one of like, which I'm in the middle of a rewatch, and that's Dollhouse. Yeah. But yeah, you know, um, Life on Mars is you know also a big favorite of mine, and uh, probably unusual in that I actually prefer the American version. I know all the uh, the hardliners, the originals say, "Oh my God, how can you, how can you say that the British version is the only one? The American version is terrible." But I don't know. I liked it better. It just uh, spoke to me a little bit more. I guess when he wakes up after jumping 10 years into the past and he sees a Manchester sign that says their new highway is building is one thing, but when the guy wakes up in New York and sees the Empire State Building, but a little bit more dramatic. Sorry, Brits. That's the way it goes. <laughs> All right. So, well, so, Dave, how about you? Well, I, I'm, I'm a little bit older than Wayne. Not, not a whole lot, but... Uh, you know, I, I can tell you, though, I won't be saying these words at uh, some point. Wayne, I am your father. <laughs> I'm not that old. But uh, that old. I, did, I did catch uh, Star Trek the first time around. But, uh, you know, for me as a kid reading H.G. Wells novels and then, uh, you know, pretty much growing up, I mean, it was a lot of cheesy sci-fi. And, and, you know, as a kid, you don't really know any better. But you don't, Yeah, you don't know it's cheesy, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, and then Star Trek. Uh, the original series with, uh, as you said, Captain Kirk really changed things. Um, but uh, again, like you, you know, things get in the way, girls, college, uh, you know, marriage. And, uh, you know, for me, the show that, that really reawakened me came in 1993 with the X-Files. And, uh, uh, you know, beginning after season one, I embarked on my annual summer rewatch uh, as I'd get prepared for the new season in September. And obviously, once they got up to season six, seven, eight, got a little more challenging to get squeeze it in in the summer, but uh, did a pretty good job. Um, in terms of film, you know, I've always had an affinity towards uh, post-apocalyptic, dystopic uh, storylines. Uh, Mad Max trilogy, Blade Runner were really, you know, important. Uh, Tolkien, C.S. Lewis, uh, you know, but uh, probably the show that changed my sci-fi viewing life more than anything, and it's probably this way for a lot of people and probably a lot of the listeners, is was Lost. You know, just no way around it. Uh, again, Lost, yeah. is, that's another one that I, I didn't catch it the first time around. You know, like it was just uh, after Dave was like, seriously, you haven't seen Lost? And I, I went and watched it. I was like, whoa, like, you know, how come, how did I miss this one the first? Well, you know, I think I really do have commitment issues, you know. It was, I, was, I was in the 24 at the time already, and that was, like, too much. There was too much show for me as it was. You know, I, I couldn't take on another show that was going to, you know, go on forever, I thought. Well, one of my uh, non-sci-fi shows is, is uh, NCIS. And uh, if you, uh, you know, any of the listeners watch NCIS, you know uh, about Gith, uh, Gibbs and his rules. And, and you know, uh, Wayne certainly has his rules, uh, you know, uh, and, and one of them used to be the, I don't know if he still holds to it, the two-year rule, which uh, you want to explain that? Well, 
this is this is actually I blame the Fox Fox Network for this because you get well actually and NBC as well. There's a couple shows that once I like started watching TV again, getting back into it, I thought, well, man, there's some really great new shows. So I don't know if anyone probably anyone out there remembers the show Kidnapped with uh, Jeremy Sisto came out uh, probably like four years ago now and everything. It was a good show. Timothy Hutton was in. It was good acting. It was, it was compelling. And they canceled it after like six episodes. NBC axed it before. It didn't even get half a season in. Um, I think they played out the rest. It ended up going like 13 shows. They showed like the last five online or something. It was crazy. You know, it was like ridiculous. And they, and they put on some crap like, you know, guess the weight of my mother bachelorette or something like that instead of it. And you're like, are you serious to take off an intelligent, you know, visceral show and they put some BS in there instead? It just was crazy. So like right after that, that summer, I think NBC had a show called The Black Danilies. Again, it's about... Uh, uh, these Irish brothers in Hell's Kitchen, and they're trying, you know, like trying. The one brother's trying to stay out of the gang, but he's getting sucked in and everything. It was a really good show, not science fiction, but you know, a good show. Once again, like I think, I think they only got four episodes in before NBC canceled that one. So you know, you only you only have to get burned like this a couple times to really get hurt and realize I need to reevaluate how I choose my my mates here, you know, and so. Um, I really don't like watching shows, and, I, and Life on Mars is another one that I started. I got into it first season. I was like, "Oh, it's great!" And then, um, oh my God, I can't even remember now. What was last year's? Oh, uh, uh, Flash Forward. You know, last year. You know, these. And see, even now, even though I try to make these rules for myself, I, I can't. It's. I, I'm like, you know, I, I just I keep going. Alcatraz. Back to it. Alcatraz. You know, another. Yeah. See, I'm. I just. I get my heart broken time and time again, and I. I really need to learn to stick by the rule that I do not get into a show until it gets season two. Season two, I will start watching the show. Maybe I should really just wait until the third season, then you know, start to. Depends how many people are talking about it at lunchtime, I guess. Yeah. So. Uh... All right. Anyway, so one of the things we want to do each week, and 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 again, Wayne and I were talking about uh, the fact that you know we need snappy little names for uh, the different segments we want to uh, do, and and uh, so we don't have all those tonight. But uh, you know, certainly one of the first things we want to do is uh, a little Lost Girl news. So uh, you know, we're going to hold off on some of the news that relates to a few of the humans in the show. Uh, or associated with the show, and we'll do that in in the next uh, podcast. But uh, we do know that Showcase renewed it, and I'm sure most of you know this, Showcase renewed it for season three a while ago, uh, but Sci-Fi recently did that as well. And at least with Sci-Fi, they're slated to begin airing season three in January of 2013. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, and I, again, I, I can't remember if it was you that was uh, that told me this or, or Mike that that told me, but that uh, as long as sci-fi doesn't actually produce the show, then we should be okay. It's the ones that they produce themselves, uh, like Caprica, for instance, and heck, even Battlestar Galactic. I mean, at least it got four seasons, but... Um, uh, another news bite uh, that that right now... Uh, the show, at, le- at least to you know, my knowledge at, at this point, it's going to still air Sunday nights on Showcase, and it's going to move from Mondays to Fridays uh, on Sci-Fi. No, that, not a good uh, sign. As of July twentieth, what's that? The Friday slot, not a good sign. Uh, not a good sign. Well, danger, Will you know, Robinson. Well, 
Uh, anyway, so they're going to move it as of July 20th to uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, and that's on Sci-Fi on Fridays. So, uh, and then I think what we'll do, you know, I'll just throw this out there so that, uh, you know, if anybody wants to look into it, we'll, we'll talk a little bit in the news uh, segment next time about the uh, Lauren Bow controversy over Sci-Fi's attempts at censorship, which... You had to know it was coming once uh, Sci-Fi picked it up because you, you had to know that there was no way Sci-Fi was going to air uh, all you know the, some of the scenes that uh, were in the original showcase episodes. Yeah, but if they did, you know, wow! Well, just think about the ratings. Yeah. So, all right. Now, um, what were some of the things we wanted to do with this podcast related to Lost Girl? Well, I think um, what we wanted to do, one thing we want to do today for sure, is what Dave and I have established. As you, we already went through one of my rules, and uh, I like rules. I like, reg- I like you know, categorizing things and everything. I like putting them in boxes and, and putting them in the neat little corners. If, if only I could do it in my house as well as, uh, as in my mind. But one thing that uh, we, we've really kind of started talking about the archetypal kind of sci-fi heroine, you know, like when you look at Bo especially, and like there's certain things about the sci-fi heroine that is different than even your regular action heroine, you know. Um, and so I think uh, one of the big things to establish at first is what exactly qualifies a decent sci-fi heroine. And we look at these and we can then judge, say, okay, well, Who's a better sci-fi hero? And then, then this other girl, you know, is it Bo or, you know, uh, Kate? Or... Okay, now, 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 before you, you, you come up with your uh, criteria, you know, I, I guess, and I started thinking about this, and, and again, like, gosh, I'll tell you, I don't know what we did before computers, but, you know, Lost Girl's really not sci-fi. I mean, it, it's really, I mean, I mean, it certainly it appeals to those of us that love sci-fi, but, you know, I... I I would say, you know, maybe I'm wrong. I'd call it more supernatural. Yeah, probably that would be if you're going to categorize it, say more supernatural uh-huh. than sci-fi, fantasy, maybe. Right now, mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think that's going to do anything to your still good. list it's of criteria. Good. It still works. It's still good. It, right. I just wanted to just qualify that because, uh, you know, I don't. Want, uh, I, th- I think one thing that 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 I know uh, about myself and I know about you and, and other people that I talk sci-fi with is that. Uh, you know, we do have a tendency to obsess with the details so that if, you know, I don't, you know, we're going to have some listener, "Ah, it's not (laughs) sci-fi. Come on. So, so we know that. All right. Anyway, continue. Okay. So we'll just talk about what we are going to include Bo in the sci-fi hero. And if that guy doesn't like it, then he can, I don't know what he can do. Still tune in, but he can complain, I guess. That's what he's doing in the first place. But rule number one, for the proper and uh, sci-fi heroine would be that she needs to be attractive. Sorry, I know, I know, I'm bad. I know I'm terrible, terrible person for saying that. But guys, I'm sorry. That's that's rule number one. But Dave, she needs to be attractive. But what? No, I'm I'm gonna let okay, you keep well, going. Okay, she needs to be attractive, but accessible, right? She has to be someone yeah. we have to feel like we have a chance. Okay, you can say Wayne, and uh, you sound like you talk about marriage and kids. Like, all right, listen, I don't really mean I have a chance, people. Come on, I mean, you know, she has to. She can't be out of this out of reach Greek goddess type person. That you know, she has to be someone in in some level 
uh, we can, I guess she's relatable. I mean, that we could at least find one, albeit tiny, flaw. Right, exactly. Flawed thought, exactly. But cool. And, and, and that's going to be debatable, even what's a flaw. Because, I mean, you look at, I mean, look at the female characters, you know, in, in, in Lost Girl. Um, um, uh, you know, they're all pretty attractive. Yeah. And we don't want to obsess with that. All right, so it's got to be, they got to be attractive and they got to be accessible. Right, attractive and accessible. You can't, can't be, and, and there's going to be some, and, you know, like we've talked about before, like that we said, well, you know, she's definitely attractive, but I don't know about the accessibility part. You know, it just, you know, I don't, you know, whatever. So, number two, then, so we've got attractive and accessible. Number two is, by and large, and again, I'm not a Republican, but gosh darn, she, she has to carry a gun, guys. She has to be able to handle herself. She's got to be able to take care of herself in action, you know. And uh, blaster, phaser, pulse rifle, whatever. Aaron soon probably from Farscape, the the epitome of the gun-toting chick in black leather, which is nice, but not mandatory. The black leather, but uh, we're gonna yeah, see it lost. Uh, certainly, certainly dark muted colors, if not black. Right. But the black does seem to help. Now, I think about this. You now, we think about, uh, you know, Aaron Soon, Amanda Tapping, you know, Bo. We got, there's a lot of uh, dark-haired heroines out there, and that, I might have to reconsider adding that as part of it. You know, like, blonde chicks seem to get, you know, capped a lot. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, what else? We got uh, oh oh yeah well I, 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 this now it's going to sound like an afterthought I'm going to sound more of a pig than I already have but you know obviously we figure uh, she's, she's got to be intelligent she can't be you know the she's got to know what's going on you know she's got to be able to handle herself physically she has to be able to handle herself mentally uh, she's got to be able to take charge she's got to be a leader she can't just sit there and ask some dude what to do all the time. Right, and and the intelligence could be street smart as well. Yeah, and Kenzie from from Lost Girl is the sure. epitome of that. You know, she's got sure. she's got street smart in spades, uh, more so than Bo, and that's you know her that's her thing, right? Right. And and why am I drawing a blank on Fringe? I don't know the character. Uh, no, uh, the 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 lead female character. Olivia. Olivia Dunham. <laughs> Thank you. Oh I mean, man, you know, you're killing me, you're killing yeah. me, Dave. Right. <laughs> Okay, sorry. All right. But yeah, yeah. She's she's but, and then that shoots. There, there goes the uh, the, the dark haired uh, aspect. Yeah, the but she's just still the dark colors and the gun and all that. So yeah, all right. Any, what else? Okay. Do we? Do we? Did I, did I mention? What, what am I missing? Well, that might be it. it. If I think of anything more, okay. we can always. It's a it's a work in progress. Okay. So you know, we don't want you to think we're a couple of sexist pigs here. But uh, you know, look, it's. Sci-fi, supernatural. I mean, they should be fun, and and that certainly uh, you know adds to it. And and I think what we hope to do is you know Wayne used the uh, the word archetype. We you know we want to. I think all of these characters, you know, are a lot deeper. I mean, than their superficial good yeah, looks. Absolutely right. And and that's one of the things we hope to explore. You know, the the, the complexity of the different characters. Yeah, and that's what we said. You know, I mean, the, the, the heroine has to be able, she's got to be smart. You know, if she doesn't know what to do, if she just stands there and puts her finger like, Duh, you know, like, you know, then she's not going to be a compelling character. Fans are not, not going to accept that. You know, she has to be someone who 
can, you know, basically self-reliant, there's another one, she has to be self-reliant, um, though able to accept the help of her Sancho Panza, as we're going to see often, uh, Bo will go off on her own, but, you know, she's able to, you know, she's able and to accept the help from Kenzie uh, often. Right. I'm not trying to have any spoilers here and everything, but you know, I mean, that's that's when you have the sidekick, you have your buddy, you got to be able to lean on him. But also, you know, the heroines can handle things on their own when she's stuck and without. When you know the sidekick is tied up on the train tracks, you know, can she reach yep. in time and get her? Okay. All right. So you know, the an- another thing we're going to try to do each each. Uh, podcast is some sort of character analysis and we'll probably probably just choose one character each week and try to you know look in you know certainly a little depth uh, as to how they've developed through the series uh we'll take a, a segment about topics and themes i know this is one of your uh um, you know, I think one of your favorite segments that uh, we want to look at you know in terms of you know literary concepts if you will yeah, definitely. You know, and, and there's there's a lot in there. You know, Lost Girls uh, is a a rich um, kind of canvas there to deal with. It's got all kinds of stuff going on. Um, you know, we talked about just already, like you know, kind of female empowerment. You know, it's on. It's here's a show. It's the girls run the show in this one. You know, they are they're the lead yep. characters. They're the ones who are always saving the dude's bacon. You know, so. Uh, that's you know that's that's going to be this recurring theme we're going to talk throughout. There's there's all kinds of stuff in there, so it's t- something to look forward to. Right. Okay. Uh, we'd also like to take uh, you know each podcast uh, and, and focus in on on uh, whether we call it the fay you know we're just the working title the fay of the week. Uh, we'll hopefully come up with something a little snappier than that, but uh, uh, you know you know and certainly in in the the first week I, I think we we talked about and it certainly makes sense that we would uh, concentrate on the succubus and uh, you know we'll, we'll try to you know look give a little background in terms of uh, literature in terms of film in terms of TV and uh, you know move on each each time uh, and then you know. Lastly, and again, not necessarily in this order, the standard episode recap and, and, you know, what we're going to do, our approach is going to be that, you know, we're going to look at it as if we're watching this episode for the first time. And that even though it's not, uh, that's what we're going to do. So we're not going to, you know, spoil things that will happen two, three, five, ten episodes down the line. So we'll go one by one and, and judge the episode, you know, within the context uh, to that Simply point. on its own merits. Right. Okay. So in terms of Lost Girl, that's pretty much it. Now, you know, at the beginning of the podcast and on the website, uh, you know, we talk about that, it, well, the Lost Girl is the primary focus, but that we also are going to keep, you know, all things sci-fi and the supernatural, you know, open for discussion. And, and what we'd like to do is to take either one television show or one film each week and throw it out there, and, and and hopefully the listeners will will watch it, you know, along with us. And then you know we'll take you know maybe 10, 10 12, 15 minutes uh, talking about that. And you know it could be an old film, and in fact uh, you know most of them probably will be, or TV show uh, that you know in many cases has some relatability to Lost Girl. And and the one that we want to start with this week. So uh, get your pen and paper right, down. It's important, kids. Right, X Files, season three, episode twenty-one, an episode called Avatar, and the primary focus, 
succubus. a succubus. And I'm not going to tell you who plays the succubus. You'll but, be pleasantly uh, surprised. You will be pleasantly surprised if you don't know already. And if we were having any kind of a quiz and uh, you know offering up prizes, uh, you could call in at this point. You know, there's one guy win, in the back but, right now. There's some guy out there in Wisconsin going, oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. So, All right. So I think that's about it in terms of how we're going to approach the uh, podcast each week. And Supernatural. Okay. It's kind of the, you know, last segment for tonight. Uh, you know, I got to admit, you know, that, that uh, here I am doing a podcast with Wayne about, uh, uh, you know, certainly the most popular Supernatural show uh, that's airing at this time. And my Supernatural street cred is, is probably a little on the weak side, uh, you know, because uh, w- would you consider Sanctuary Supernatural? Sanctuary, I mean, uh, Sanctuary is tough. I think even tougher than Lost Girl to define. Um, it's certainly a strong sci-fi influence there. Uh, but a lot of yeah, I mean, they certainly as well, fo- you know. Right, and the, the technology plays a big part, you know. That, that really doesn't in, in Lost Girl. But, uh, and, you know, now that I brought up Sanctuary. Yeah, you did. You did. Uh, I'm too yeah. bummed out to even continue this podcast. I, I just, I'm going to go cry right. in the corner. All right, so I'm just going to say it quickly. Just and make then, it painless. You know, make it so quick. So if you don't know, Sanctuary is not coming back for season five. And uh, we'll perhaps talk about it in a subsequent podcast. But uh, unfortunately, but I mean, now, I, I am reticent to admit because you've been, you know, telling me this for months now, Primeval. Is that supernatural? Primeval is, like, well, it's, I mean, like, when I was watching Sanctuary, when you turned me on the Sanctuary, I was like, wow, this is this is very similar to Primeval in a lot of ways in that it, it uh, kind of crosses into both worlds. Certainly the supernatural, without a doubt, uh, but also there's this huge science fiction, um, you know, primeval, there's these holes that pop up that dinosaurs can come through and people can go back through and to visit other times. There's time travel and all this stuff. So there's some very solid sci-fi type stuff in there, but there's also then the dinosaur creature type stuff as well that it, like, uh, like Sanctuary kind of uh, is a little bit of both, I guess. Existence beyond the visible, observable universe. Yeah, there you go. Okay, all right. Um, now, I was never a Buffy fan. Never even seen an episode. I'd like to, though. I mean, okay. after I just said well, everything about Joss Whedon, you think I would go back and okay, watch well, Buffy? That's a lot of that. That's well, a, a lot of episodes, friend, though, man. That's, that's you know, and a good friend. Yeah, it's pretty daunting. Yeah. Although uh, I did make it through ten seasons of SG One, <laughs> yeah. but uh, a good buddy of mine is a huge Buffy fan, and and you know, I I. I he loaned me uh, season one, and I watched the pilot, and and I liked it. It was you know it was fun, and and you know it, it turns up on, uh, you know, I don't know one of the networks that I have as I'm flipping around, uh, and, and I watch them, and they you know I I, I like uh, you know Sarah Michelle Gellar, and and you know but I I just really have never I think it's Galar, right? Set. Is it? I, I, okay. I seem to remember there being in the '90s a big uh, kind of to do about the proper pronunciation of her name. I think it was okay. Sarah, Sarah Michelle Galar. Okay. Now, 
what about you for uh, Haven? Any, is there any of these shows you into? Haven, Supernatural. I'm not Haven. Oh, Sherlock. Sherlock, yes. Sherlock is fantastic. Season two just finished here in the States uh, a couple weeks ago. It was, it was great. Uh, you know, if you've actually read the book, uh, the ending of season two is not very surprising, though shocking still. Uh, fantastic. Uh, actually, and a sci-fi um, kind of side note here, Benedict Cumberbatch, the guy who plays Sherlock Holmes, is going to be the new baddie in the next Star Trek movie. So oh. that should be good. He's, he's a heck of an actor. He's really good. Well, now you mentioned Reed. I don't know. I don't know about your world. My in you know my world, nobody nobody reads. <laughs> um, so uh, well, they uh, should. Yeah, they should. Yeah, I understand they should, and they're supposed to, but they don't. Now, uh, you know, things like uh, you know vampires and zombies. Where where, where do you stand on vampires oh, and zombies? I am a huge zombie movie fan. I love 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 my zombie movies. And Walking Dead okay. right now is. I mean, that's you know probably one of the best shows out there. You know, Lost Girl is a fantastic show. It's what we're talking about here. I'm also a huge, huge, huge Walking Dead fan. Uh, you know, all the zombie movies I love. The uh, 28 Days Later, 28 Weeks Later was a really good movie as well. Zombieland is fantastic. Uh, well, see, now, I tried Walking Dead, and I just, you know, I just, I, I can't get into it. Zombieland, once I got past the first 10 minutes, it oh, was awesome. Oh, you like the first 10 minutes? I thought it was great how they started that movie. Yeah, you know, I guess I'm just not into the, you know, the devouring of the human flesh kind of. Oh, guy, that's why but, you don't uh, like The Walking Dead. That that happens every week yeah, on that show, man. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So Zombieland was great. Not not a big uh, fan otherwise. Uh, now True Blood, I kind of got into you know pretty heavily. My wife was into it. Uh, for the first couple seasons, but then you know, uh, you know, when, when I think season three came around, and she was like, eh, "We'll watch it I tomorrow." See, what season are they on now with that show? I don't even know. I've, five, I've six. Never, I've never seen that show at all. I mean, I, know I mean, it was supposed good. to be really good, yeah, but yeah, uh, uh, too cheap to spring for Homebox. So, well, you know, it it was good, but uh, but again, it was. I don't know. You know, after a while, it just uh, it just didn't appeal to me. Uh, now I know I know you were big on Twilight. <laughs> yeah. Big on, yeah. <laughs> um, I have to Not admit, a big though, fan. I'm, I'm no. a, well, I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a big Kristen Stewart fan. Oh, so she's, cool. uh, she's great in Speak. Uh, she's fantastic. Well, she is fantastic in, in Speak. Uh, a little known role for her. Uh, um, but I did, I did, uh, I will admit to watching the first Twilight movie with my wife, and uh, uh, you know, it was enjoyable, and and you know. We TiVoed the next two when they came on HBO, and then after, uh, I guess they were on our hard drive for uh, close to a year, you know, we finally yeah, just deleted time them to, time without to, watching yeah, Just get rid of these. Right? I'm right. not going to go back and watch that old episode of This Old House. I'm just going uh, to get rid of it. I'm not going to watch it. There's no point in me keeping it on there. Super Bowl's right. coming up. I need to make space. Right. Right, and we won't go into the, you know, how come this is all your stuff on the TV, on the yeah. DVR? Yeah, I'm, so. I'm very hypocritical in that way. I'm, like, always like, hey, why are you recording this one show when I have, like, you know, a whole season of Walking Dead sitting on there, you know? It's like, yeah, shameless. I am shameless. Yes. All right, well, anything else you want to 
throw out no. there. I mean, I think that's about that's good. It went about the, twice as long as we thought this first one would be. So yeah, for for the first episode. So what the what the uh, goal is is to get out one episode a week and cover one episode of Lost Girl. And uh, I was looking at the calendar today. We've got uh, 26 weeks left uh, in 2012 and uh, 35 Lost Girl episodes from seasons one and two. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out as we go along. I think little, what we'll do is, it, man. <laughs> yeah, well, I think what we'll do is even if we don't quite uh, make it when season three uh, starts up, we'll just, you know, pick right up yeah, with season three. Yeah, jump on season three, three and, and then we'll... Uh, we'll and then fill, fill in as we yeah. can. All right. So uh, you can find us, and, and obviously if you're listening to this, you did find us at fatalistspodcast at gmail.com if you want to send That's us... That's fatalist, uh, F-A-E. Well, these people already found it, though, didn't they? That's why they're listening to it. Well, that's just what I would say. Just look at your computer but and come back to this website again and listen to us again. But spell right. it right. And uh, we won't be on iTunes yet, but obviously that will be the goal is to uh, submit this to iTunes and uh, hopefully they will accept us and then you can uh, access us through iTunes. So until next time, it's been a blast and we'll see you guys soon. Been fun. See ya.